Baby, baby, where did our love go? So deep inside me, don't you do me no more. I got this burning, burning, burning podcast inside me. So deep inside me. But it's coming out, don't worry. The podcast inside me is coming out right here, right now. Because it has to. I can't hold on to it any longer. It's like giving birth. And uh, what a bunch of babies we're having today, man. We're going to be talking about Tiger Woods and his big divorce. Uh, you know, we're going to be weighing in on that that whole area of men cheating, with men of influence, men of position, men of power. Uh, we're going to be talking about the United States of America and, and specifically the names of many of the states and where they came from. Uh, we're going to be talking about the the sagging porno industry. And I don't mean that in the physical sense. I mean that in the fiscal sense. The numbers are down. Uh, we're going to get uh, a couple of visits from some various guests. Um, one of them's a little uncomfortable. And then at the end of the show, we have a very special guest who's going to be singing with us some heavy metal rock. I won't tell you who it is. got to stick around because it's getting sticky right here on the Harlan Highway. <laughs> you just made a wrong turn. Would you kindly shut your mouth? Onto the Harlan Highway. It's lovely. It's just lovely. The Harland Highway. Hi, Harland. I'm Teddy Ruxpin, and I'm your friend. Riding down the Harland Highway. I'm not your daddy. Hey, you're on the Harland Highway with me, Harland Williams, and what a fun show we have today for you. Today, I'm finally going to get into this topic that, uh, Everyone said I shouldn't talk about, but you know what? Today I'm doing it. Today we are going to talk hey, about... Hey, Harland. Excuse me? Oh, hello. Hey. 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 <laughs> oh, Rosa Louisa, the cleaning lady, uh, is here. Uh, look, I'm doing a podcast, uh, so maybe you could come clean up in here later on. Well, I was just hoping that you could come downstairs with me for a minute. I have to go down to the boardroom, and I wanted some company. Uh, yeah, uh... There's, like, so many fun things in the boardroom. Like, there's way much more to do there than there is here in your recording studio. So if you just come downstairs, I have some papers and things I have to kind of get in order. I'm just going to be cleaning up. You can watch me clean. Don't you? I don't know why I would uh, do that, Rosa. Um, We're actually recording a podcast right this minute. Do you see the the outfit that I'm wearing? Uh, Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay, that, so when I'm cl- okay, but when I'm cleaning, I don't like to get it dirty, so I like to take it off uh, when I'm cleaning. So I just thought that maybe you could, ooh. like, when I take it off, you can maybe hang it up for me, and uh, you can still record your show. You can just uh, watch me bending over, oh. stacking papers. Oh my goodness! Um, um and there's another fun thing I wanted to try out. What? 
there's like this really cool new projector they have. Um, yeah, I think I've seen that. The big like 12 by 9 foot yeah. projector that comes down from the ceiling. So and you can... I was asked before if I could just make sure that it works properly. Uh, and I thought that maybe while I was cleaning, you could um, lay uh, down and I could lay down with you and uh, we could test it out. Boardroom table, I'm guessing. Yeah, the boardroom table, the chair, the boardroom, uh, uh, leather layout sofa that they just got. Look, uh, the, Rosa, um, I don't want any uh, trouble with the uh, janitorial union or anything like that, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to uh, pass, but th- thank you for uh, dropping by, Rosa Louise. Uh, but, you know, they also have a refrigerator in there, too, with some ice cubes, like a like little freezer uh, area. We, we have to... Uh, take a little break here folks at the uh, Harland Highway and we will be back uh, right after this message. But they have they have a fridge mm-hmm. with ice cubes. Yeah, and ice cream and strawberries and all kinds of fun stuff. Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm still recording here. Oh. <laughs> all right, let's talk Tiger Woods, ladies and gentlemen. Tiger Woods, uh, I guess recently it came out that they, uh, him and his wife, Norgren, or whatever her name is, I some kind of Dutch uh, treat. Hey, Tiger, what's your wife's name? Uh, Norgren? Huh? Yeah, her name is Norgren. She's a whaler from Finland. What do you mean, man? Well, when we're not, uh, you know, raising the children, we go out and skin whales. <laughs> why, why, why did Tiger suddenly get an accent? Uh, anyways, here's the deal. Uh, it looks like they're officially divorced, and I got nothing against Tiger. I actually kind of like the guy uh, professionally as a, as a golfer, as a, uh, kind of a, uh, celebrity, a sports figure. The guy's pretty darn likable, right? But, um, what he did to his lady is reprehensible. It's just, it's just kind of really low. Um, but what, what I'm happy about, and I'm not happy to see anybody get divorced or break up, but I am happy that she left him. Okay, I am so sick and tired of uh, these ladies that hang around when their rich and famous husbands, you know, put their foot in it. Okay, and this goes all the way up the chain, like to Hillary Clinton, like when when, uh, you know, when Bubba was caught cheating on Hillary, you know, getting BJ's in the White House with a pizza and a cigar and, uh, you know, getting caught and then going on TV and lying to the whole world about it. And, uh, well, you're probably going, well, it's none of our business anyways. Yeah, I think it probably is America's business to know that the uh, most powerful man on the planet is uh, engaging in sexual activity in the office. Um trying to uphold the most dignified office in the land, being a family man and yada, yada, yada. I don't want to get into the politics of it, but, you know, Hillary hung around, you know, and believe me, Clinton's not that good looking of a guy or that charming. I mean, do you think she maybe hung around for the power and the status and the money? Yeah, I think maybe uh, 
she had her eyes on a bigger prize, right? Isn't that obvious now? Although it was obvious to me at the time it happened. But, um, you know, you look at uh, women like Norgren or you look at uh, Sandra Bullock, and I applaud these women, man. I applaud these women that, that find out their husband is a low-life cheating dog. And they just go, you know what? Screw you. I don't need your money. I don't need your power. I don't need your fame. You know what? At the end of the day, I'm a man and you're a woman. And we made a commitment. And we uh, we made we took vows. And uh, you know what? You made choices. I made choices. You made the choice to cheat with numerous women. And you know what? I'm making the choice to say, you're not good enough for me, low life. See you later. And that's the price you pay. You know, if Tiger doesn't want to be called a low life, he shouldn't have done what he what he done. Jesse James, low life. Bill Clinton, low life. All these guys, man. And uh, what what really adds to the low lifedness, if that's a term, is the way these guys try to backpedal, backpedal and pass the buck and play it off like it wasn't their fault. You know, Jesse James, like, oh, I had a, a father that beat me and I was molested. And, you know, Bill Clinton's like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, but I did have some delicious pizza and a cigar. Um, you know, here's a guy saying, well, def- define what sex is, you know, like just, just trying to redefine the, uh, Kama Sutra or the joys of sex, you know, trying to somehow, uh, legitimize that, uh, you know, getting a BJ isn't an, a sexual act. Can you imagine if, if, if he succeeded with that notion what people we be, would be doing on subways, in the lunchroom, on planes. Excuse me, what are you doing? Oh, I'm getting a BJ, man. You can't do that. Well, it's not a sexual act. Well, okay, you're right. The pres- President Clinton, yeah, he, he, he put that into law. It's not a sexual act. Well, you enjoy your BJ, sir. Thank you. What are you doing later? Nothing. How would you like to get in on this? Oh, okay, I'd love it. Right? And then Tiger goes into, like, sexual rehab or some BS. Oh, God. Give me a break. Sexual rehab. Sex rehab. Come on, man. You're just at a point in your life, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, in your perversion, in your primal instinct, whatever you want to call it. You're at a point in your life where your your chemistry, your body chemistry, your mental chemistry is telling you that you want to be out there having fun, uh, having sex with other women. And there's a price to pay for it, and, uh, you know, it messes up a lot of things. And I get it. I get why men and women do it. It's a primal thing. It's as old as civilization. You're never going to stop it, all right? But to to pan it off, you know, with sex rehab and this and that, and I had, you know, issues in my childhood, it's like, no. You're primal. You couldn't control yourself. You went off. 
and you got off. End of story. So what, let's bring it back around. What I'm getting to is congratulations to the women that, that say, you know what, I'm not going to take your BS. And I don't care if you had uh, childhood issues. I don't care if you're in sex rehab. I don't care if you're the president of the United States. What you're doing is not good enough for me, for my family, for our kids. And uh, you get up and you leave, man. And uh, good for you. Good for you. I applaud it. Again, I have no sour grapes towards uh, Tiger. I uh, I admire his uh, his abilities in the uh, golf profession, but uh, when it comes to trying to save a marriage after what he did, you know, 15-plus sexual liaisons or whatever the word is, liaisons, is that what it is? Uh, it's time to go. There's no coming back from that. That that'll. I mean, think about your life, okay? Think about you people living a clean, healthy life, okay? How many of you, a boyfriend and girlfriend or husband and wife, have gotten into a fight over something as stupid as, as who takes out the garbage? Or uh, you got lost one day driving and you started fighting over directions. Or you're mad because your boyfriend or girlfriend's always late. And think about how deep-rooted the resentment can get with just that little argument, where it never really goes away. Once you guys have a blow-up about anything, it kind of sits there and it festers, and it maybe goes away for a while, maybe two years, five years, but then one day it pops back up, and all the hatred and the fighting and the emotion that comes up, right? So imagine if, if your husband cheated on you all over the world with gorgeous uh, models and porn stars and sex addicts and party girls, please, you're going to repair that flat tire? Okay, there's there's uh, getting like a little hole in your tire and your uh, tire kind of starts to go flat and you pull over and you change it. And then there's those tires you see when a when an 18-wheeler pops a tire and you just see shredded rubber all over the highway. Big chunks of black shredded rubber for like a five-mile stretch down the highway. You're, you're just swerving all around it, right? And the tire's just decimated. That That's what that relationship looks like. So you go, girls. Be strong. Um, step away from all the BS. And uh, at least one guy out here applauds your courage your uh, your sense of worth, and uh, good for you. And enjoy Tiger's money, too. P.S. Footnote. Enjoy the 100 mil. Woohoo! Okay, people. Hands up if you've been watching porn on the Internet. Huh? How many of you? Put your hands up if you can. If you're not watching porn right now and your hands are busy. Yeah. Apparently, the porno industry, vis-a-vis uh, -vis the old uh, DVD sales of porno movies, is taking a big hit. Story in the paper about how people aren't going out and renting and buying porno movies anymore. That people are going on the internet 
and getting their porno there. And they don't need to see a high-end production, and they don't need to see movie sets. And they don't need to see crappy stories and porno stars trying to act. It looks like they're happy with uh, some guy with a little $800 Sony video camera rolling down the street, spotting a MILF at a, uh, at a supermarket, and inviting her to get into the back of their car and just doing it there, right in the back of the Dodge Neon. If this neon's rocking, don't bother knocking. Hello. Yeah. People seem to be content with just, uh, you know, people getting it on in their bedrooms and in their living rooms, amateurs and models. So it looks like the $90 billion DVD porno industry is in a little trouble here. Because you folks at home have been getting too adventurous and gregarious and, 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 and horny and sexy and naughty. Things are changing, man. If I see the lights on late at night at your house, don't worry, I won't ring the bell. I know you're not watching a movie. I know you're probably making one. I wonder what porno stars do for their kicks. I mean, think about it. You know, the rest of the world, if they want to get a little naughty, a little risque, you know, I don't know that there's probably one person listening that hasn't looked at at least 30 seconds of porn, okay? Now, there's probably a bunch of you looking around right now. Oh, I've never seen porn. What is porn? What is that word? Did you say corn? No, I said porn. And I'll be amazed if there's anyone listening right now. You know what? Go ahead. If you've never seen porn, and I'm talking about, and I'm talking about, like, film porn, I'm not talking about magazines or anything like that, but I'm talking about a porno movie, a porno uh, DVD, a porno uh, thing on the internet. If you've never watched porn, if you've never even seen 10 seconds of porn, phone my hotline and leave me a message and tell me how, why, what, where, and when. you got to call 323-215-1486. That's 323 323- Two one five one four eight six because everybody's seen a little bit now whether they're watching it because they're fired up and they're in a frisky mood or they're just curious or they accidentally stumbled on it I don't know but uh, it, it's so everywhere these days it's almost hard to avoid it at times um, but my question was what do porno people do to get their kicks? I mean, think of it, the rest of us, let's say you're a dentist or a doctor or a lawyer or a school teacher, right? You come home after a long day at work and you're like, oh, God, if anybody talks to me about being a dentist, I'm going to freak. If I see anything to do with teeth or dentistry, I'm going to go postal, right? So most people have that attitude. When they get home, they don't want to talk about work. They want to forget about it. They want to kick back, maybe make love to their boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whoever. So how do porno people get their rocks off, so to speak, right? It's like, you know, they make this product. They're right there in the mix. 
So in a way, that kind of nullifies, you know, where they can go to get their naughty little uh, fix. It's got to be weird, right? It's got to be. It's like, oh, man, I'm home all alone. And, ooh, I think I'll watch a porno. And, oh, wait a minute. That's what I do all day at work. Why do I? Ooh. Maybe I'll go jump off a bridge without a parachute. That should get my blood pumping. Right? Or how creepy would it be if you go to watch a porno and you're like, oh, my God, this is so... That girl is really taking it. Wait a minute. That's me. What the hell? Oh, my God. I'm disgusting. What the hell was I thinking when I did that? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, okay, I'll put it out there. For all you porno girls that don't know how to get your kicks and, you, you know, you don't know where to turn, let me be a friend. Here's what you do. Just take me out for dinner, you know. Just a friendly dinner. That'll, you know, that's something different, right? What? No good? No good. You don't like that idea. Okay, you'd rather jump off the bridge without a parachute. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, porno girls. Up yours. Okay, that'll be $70. Ah! Hey, you are on the Harlan Highway with me, Harlan Williams, your book of information, your wealth of knowledge. Here's something you might not have known, people. Did you know that the name of your state, the state where you live in, probably comes from an Indian word or a Spanish word or a French word or a British word? Yeah. I don't think people really know that. How about Colorado? Colorado means red in Spanish. The name was originally applied to the Colorado River, whose waters are reddish with canyon clay. Indiana, named by English-speaking settlers because the territory was full of Indians. Well, there you go. Iowa. The Sioux word for beautiful land. Okay, Kansas. Taken from the Sioux word, south wind people. So I guess there was a bunch of Indians out there that had bad gas. Like to fart all over the plains. Maybe that's what wiped out the buffalo. Kentucky, possibly derived from the Indian word, Kentucky, meaning dark and bloody ground. Yikes. Maine, the old French word for Provence. Maryland, named after Queen Henrietta Maria, wife of English King George I. Minnesota, from the Sioux word sky-tinted or muddy water. Mississippi, taken from the Chippewa word misi and zibi. Misi meaning great and zibi meaning river. Missouri, from the Algonquin word, muddy water. Nebraska, from the Otos Indian word for broad water. Nevada means snowclad in Spanish. Sounds like a lot of states were named after their waters. Man, makes me wonder what I was named after. wonder if the Indians came and they saw me and they're like, 
Har land. Iroquois for land roaming with Har's. And big fat river running through. Water. I don't know. I think that's kind of uh, cool and weird, right? Like, here we are in America and, uh, you know, all the diverse cultures here and stuff and... Everyone's like, America, United States of America, we're Americans. And I think it's kind of neat that that all, you know, big, huge percentage of the states uh, come from kind of these ancient uh, Indian words. That's kind of, uh, it's kind of cool. I I didn't know about it. Obviously, I I looked it up online and uh, I was, I was quite fascinated to, uh, to see that. Hello, are you awake? What? Okay, apparently maybe only fascinating to me. Everyone's like, yeah, Harlan, get on with it, man. Get on with the show there, big chief ramble on. <laughs> oh, God. We get it. The names of the states. Move. <laughs> okay, well, maybe some things are exciting to me, but not to you. Isn't that funny? You ever you ever get into that uh, that situation with someone, right? Maybe a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and and they've got a real passion for something, and in your head you're like, I couldn't care less about this. But every time you get together, they start talking about it, and they go on about it, and you're like, Oh my god. You know, think about the course of your life. People, It doesn't even have to be a girlfriend. It could be someone in your family. And they chime in about it, and they chime up about it, and you're like, uh... so anyways, I love airplanes. I've, I I've go to the, all these air shows, and, you know, I saw the, the twin-engine 59 DC-4 Tiger is just a wonderful airplane, and it, it's an old uh, twin-prop uh dual jet exhaust uh, fighter jet from World War II. And what it does is... And then you're just like, all the words just come garbled and your eyelids are getting heavy and you're like... And then the 45-degree angle that it dives down and it drops its bump. And you think that's the end of it, but then that same friend, like, Five days later when you see him, and then the thing, what it does, is it used to come through the clouds. It would bank around up on its side. It would sneak in. Oh, right? They just keep going and going with this topic for the rest of their lives. And then you have to think of ways to, like, uh, you know, get out of it. You know, you ever have that situation when you where you can hear it starting to, to come? You know, like, let's say you're just driving down the road together and... You're talking about uh, your relationships or sports, and you're like, yeah, that football game last night, and then your buddy who's into the planes goes, wow, it sure is a clear day today. And in your head, you're like, uh-oh, he's looking up in the sky. And then he's like, hey, look at, look at that. What's that in the distance up there coming in for a landing? And you're like, oh, God, he sees a plane. Oh, no, I've got to switch topics. So anyways, Jim, uh, Daphne's leaving me. What? Yeah, Daphne's leaving me. We had a giant fight. She threw the toaster through the wall. What? Are you kidding me? And then you just got to BS them for a while until, you know, maybe the plane flies out of sight or you've made it to your destination. 
And your buddy's like, hey, Jim, man, you want to stay at my place tonight? Yeah, you mean you and Daphne, it sounds like hell. And you're like, no, I was only BSing about that. What? Yeah, it was your secret diversion so that your friend wouldn't go on their favorite rambling topic. But maybe I'm rambling right now. And uh, let's switch topics, shall we? Hey, Harlan Williams here on the Harlan Highway. And I have a special guest in here today. He drops by from uh, time to time because he likes classic rock. Here he is. How you doing, Mr. Magoo? Oh, heavens to Betsy. Oh, I love heavy metal. Now, who's uh, one of your favorite heavy metal or rock and roll bands? Oh, AC, DC, sir. Oh, the thunder from down under. Yeah, from Australia. What's one of your favorite songs? Maybe we'll play it for you here. Oh, you shook me all night long, sir. Okay, we can play. I'd rather sing it myself. Wait a minute. You want to sing ACDC's You Shook Me All Night Long? (laughs) Yes, sir. Wow, I I, I don't know if I can say no to that. (laughs) You better not, sir. Okay, here we go, everybody. Mr. Magoo singing (laughs) You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC. Take it, Magoo. (laughs) She was a fast machine, and she kept her motor clean. She was the best damn woman that I've ever seen, sir. She had the sightless eyes telling me no lies and knocking me out. Oh, with those American thighs, sir. Taking more than her share, had me fighting for air, and she had told me to come on. Oh, 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 oh. but I was already there, sir. <laughs> wow, this is good. Keep going, keep going. Cause the walls start shaking The earth was quaking My mind was aching And we were making it off with you It shook me all night long, sir Yeah, you shook me all night long Heavens to Betsy Wow Nice job, Magoo. Wow. Oh, I feel spent. Oh, why don't you head down to the bathroom and get cleaned up, you little bald freak? Oh, oh Magoo. You've done it again, sir. <laughs> oh, I love that little guy, Mr. Magoo. I got to get him in here more often. He's such a such a rocker, that dude, isn't he? Um, well, there you go. We went out with a bang. We went out with some ACDC. Can't get much better than that can you um folks hope you had a great time uh great to have you along for the ride down the harland highway keep it real in the deal keep the pedal to the metal we'll catch you next time and until then my friends chicken chow main baby Ooh,